Hello, my name is Rory O'Connor and I am President of the International Association for Suicide Prevention. I'm delighted to welcome you to our new podcast series called Reach In, Reach Out. We're hoping to encourage safe conversations around suicide and suicide prevention, and we aim to bring together the different aspects of the work that we do, providing a global perspective, but crucially also sharing stories of hope. A fundamental part of our work is engaging with people with lived and living experience of suicide, either through their own personal experiences of suicidality or through loss and grief. This will be a central strand running through the entire podcast series. Given the sensitive nature of the subject matter, it is vital that we all prioritize our well-being. So please practice self-care. I hope that you find the podcast of interest and we really look forward to hearing what you have to think. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the latest episode of Reach In, Reach Out, our podcast series. And this is the second episode in a series that we're doing focusing in on decriminalization of suicide and suicidal behavior. And in the last episode, we talked to two speakers from Ghana and Pakistan, two countries where suicide has only just been decriminalized. And, but that really reflects this wider movement globally to try to decriminalize suicide in other countries in the world as well. But really the challenge we have is those there are remaining countries where suicide and suicidal behavior does remain a criminal offense. And this is hindering suicide prevention and access to mental health services for vulnerable individuals. So to continue this important conversation today, I'm delighted to be joined by Abdullah Al-Haran. And uh, Abdullah or Haran is, is how he goes by. We'll hear about that in a second. Is project manager for the mental health project within ADD International in Bangladesh. And so we'll be hearing about the experiences in Bangladesh in this journey towards hopefully decriminalization. And, and I'm really excited to hear about the efforts that have been going on and really looking at the sort of legal framework or context in which suicide is regarded or is treated in those countries. So welcome, Haran, to the podcast and thanks a million for joining us. Thank you, Rory. It's important. I think that's uh, you are welcoming this, in this podcast and I'll try to participate in the conversation regarding the suicide and suicide decriminalization as a whole suicide prevention in the country in Bangladesh. Fantastic. Well, maybe let's begin a bit about you, Haran, first, before we move on to the to the wider context. Can you tell us a bit about so your journey in sort of mental health or suicide prevention? Yeah, thank you, Rory. Uh, it's actually, as you already know, that's my name is Harun, and I am working with the uh, ADD International in Bangladesh chapter. And uh, I am working as project manager in community-based mental health project in some marginalized communities, I, I mean, the hard-to-reach areas in Bangladesh, especially coastal belt and also poverty-prone areas in Bangladesh. Mm -hmm. And initially, I would like to say that my background is not mental health initially, but I studied in management and then public policy and development planning. After that, I have trained on mental health first aid and I'm a mental health first aider. And I have some expertise throughout the throughout my journey of my career. And I 
uh, got the expertise on in policy analysis and uh, community-based inclusive development, mm -hmm. especially for persons with disabilities. And you know that uh, uh, the mental health and psychosocial disability are part of the rights and protection of uh, persons with disabilities act 2013 in bangladesh mm -hmm. so as it is a part of all the disability i mean the mental health and psychosocial disabilities and i'm working for a long time in disability uh, sector in almost uh, uh, 18 years and uh, especially now i am working absolutely for persons with uh, mental health and psychosocial disabilities at the community level mm. yeah. so that's it's a bit of a journey you've been on and was it management through to now into mental health? And so what took you down that journey? Or how, why did you move in? What guided you into the mental health sphere, though? Yeah, that's interesting uh, question. I think that's important. Usually, as I am working in uh, non-government sector, I mean the non-profit sector. Yeah. For the beginning. And you know, that's a, there are a lot of areas, organizations individually working on uh, those issues. So that's a, actually just gradually developed my expertise as as working in a, a non-profit sector. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are a lot of uh, issues, the rights and as well as actually inclusive development for persons uh, who are living in the marginalized communities. So disability is one of the sector. And, and that way I, I actually developed my career in disability and mental health. Yeah. Okay, that's really interesting. Before we go into the sort of details of suicide in Bangladesh, so tell me a bit about ADD International. So it's a it's a it's a not for profit NGO, I'm assuming. So can you tell us a bit about it, its history, or what yeah. it's, or what it yeah. seeks to do? Of course, yeah. ADD is, means Action on Disability and Development. That's the abbreviation of ADD. ADD International is actually a development organization. It's actually a charity organization, organization registered in UK and Wales. And it established in 1985. And ADD is working for the rights of persons with disabilities in Africa and Asian countries. So basically, it's, it is now working uh, in two Asian countries. I mean, Bangladesh and Cambodia. And then three African countries, including Uganda, Tanzania, and Sudan. And uh, it's a long history that ADD established that for actually established for persons working for persons with disabilities. First, it's, it started its its work in African countries, and in Bangladesh, ADD is actually working from 1995, and uh, ADD is tremendously working with uh, especially for organization of persons with disabilities. So ADD's role mainly to building to build the organization of persons with, with disabilities for themselves and to capacitate them so that they can participate and they can actually leverage by their own activity and they can raise their funds and raise their voices. So ADD has the long history of actually uh, disability movement in Africa and Asia. Okay, no, really, really impressive work. And so moving on then to obviously the focus of today's podcast, um, for those who are not familiar, so what Bangladesh is a population of about 169 million or something like that, my research tells me, is that correct? And that is about, is it about 10? Actually, actually near about 180 million. 180 million? Uh, yes, near about is uh, 180 million now. 
And and what? So how many suicides are there on average a year? Do you know? Yeah, actually, recently the suicide is uh, very alarming in Bangladesh. You know that uh, around ten thousand to fourteen thousand people die by suicide every year in Bangladesh now. And during the pandemic, during the pandemic, I mean the COVID nineteen pandemic, it increased. Uh, during 2019 and 20, 14,436 people died by suicide. Yeah, now this is increasing day by day. Around 70,000 people died by suicide in last six years as per uh, my resource, uh, my data. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, that's a uh, 20 to 35 years age group is more among the uh, suicides. Yeah. There's a numbers there. I mean, yeah. I think that'll be, that'll come as a, Surprised a lot of people listening to this podcast. The rates of, su- of suicide are relatively high, sadly, and on the increase. Yeah. It's concerning. So, maybe then, uh, in terms of trying to tackle suicide and suicide prevention, obviously, one of the strategies or one of the priorities for us at YASP is to try and obviously decriminalize suicide globally. And so, can you tell us then a bit about the history and the context behind the sort of the criminalization of suicide in Bangladesh. Yeah, thank you. This is most important, I think. If I can, I, I can say about the suicide and the historical background of the suicide, increasing the suicide, I need to mention about the mental health. Yeah. So as uh, suicide is the part of mental health, and you know that we, we are very new in working on suicide prevention in Bangladesh. But we had uh, mental health, that's a colonial rule. Mental health, I mean, the Especially, we have a Mental Health Act in 2018 that's passed in our parliament. But before that, we followed that century-old British colonial uh, era law, the Lunacy Act 1912. But now that decline and Mental Health Act 2018 is now enacted uh, by, repl- by replacing that uh, Lunacy Act. But basically, the Mental Health Act 2018 was enacted to ensure the provision of health services, protection of dignity, people's rights, rehabilitation, and overall welfare of persons who are suffering from mental health problems. But actually, there are not so much sections that are said about uh, uh, suicide prevention. But in uh, 2022, I mean, recently we have developed uh, mental health policy we mentioned about uh, the necessity of suicide prevention in this policy. Yeah. Well, just to be clear then, so uh, if I've understood this sort of timeline, so what 1912 did you say was the Lunacy Act? And that act was suicide specifically criminalized. And then and then that was, and then in 2018, there was a Mental Health Act, which part of it had some reference to suicide. And, and now in 2022, there's more work still. Is that correct? Yeah, you're right. Specifically, we can say that uh, in 2022 policy, I mean, in the last year, that's mentioned in the section 7.13 that uh, suicide prevalence and risk reduction, that's the section. And the section said the suicide is a major problem in Bangladesh, especially that's first time they recognized in the policy that suicide is a major problem in Bangladesh especially among adolescents and in the youth community, which needs special attention. The clause calls for uh, three broad measures to be taken. 
that's the government will formulate a national suicide prevention strategy involving all stakeholders who are working on mental health and second is the key strategies of suicide prevention will be mass campaigns awareness programs immediate emergency responses and appropriate training for participants and uh, standardization of methods of data collection etc uh, but uh, but no sections mention specifically uh, for suicide decriminalization yeah that's really that's really interesting then so those three big measures obviously are welcome because it's trying to tackle suicide and it'd be great to see a national strategy and um, so then so how in your sense is there an appetite to try and decriminalize suicide or what's the or what's the political landscape looking like actually i would like to mention that there are some still some debates about suicide decriminalization Bangladesh is still inherited the Indian uh, Penal Code of uh, 1860. That's implied, and particularly Act Number no. uh, 45 mentioned, according to uh, Section 309 of the Penal Code, the suicide and suicide attempts are considered criminal offence in Bangladesh. So the uh, colonial uh, era rule is still implied in Bangladesh for suicide. According to the penal code, uh, police can arrest and send people to court to punish people who attempt suicide. So that hasn't been updated since 1860, is that correct? The penal code? It's a penal code, ERC, 1860, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so but on the ground, so you're saying there's still debates? Is the debate around the merits of decriminalization? So is there a growing movement like what we've seen in in Ghana and in Pakistan? So is there a similar movement in Bangladesh to decriminalize? Yeah, actually, decriminalization of suicide is uh, newly hard in Bangladesh. I mean, the stakeholders they are not about not so much discuss discuss discussion about the decriminalization of suicide. As you know, that's uh, decriminalization or criminalization of suicide is not. Uh, very much in the public opinion or in the public space. And also, you know, that's uh, religion, religious practices uh, is also dominating in some rules. You know, there are all, in all religion in the Bangladesh, there's a suicide is a, there's a prohibited suicide in religions. Yeah. So what I am saying that the issue of decriminalization suicide is not much discussed. Recently, we are discussing the point as uh, some suicides happens and there are some problems faces by the relatives or siblings of uh, who attempt to suicide or who already suicides. Yeah. So there are some problems. That's, uh, I mean, the issue of the uh, law enforce, uh, enforces authority. But that's uh, related to the suicide and attempt to suicide. Yeah. And then and I'm just unclear in Bangladesh, is there, because so Bangladesh is predominantly Sunni Muslim, is that correct? And yeah. yeah. And then what's the interplay between religion and law or the state? Is, I mean, is it, are they entwined separate or? Actually, law is saying that uh, suicide is a criminal offense. And therefore, there are some implications of suicide in terms of or in view of the uh, law and law enforcing authority. And the law is often misused by the police to vilify people or family uh, members who have committed suicide or attempted suicide. 
this is one uh, actually issue that uh, is it results in suicide person suicidal person not uh, seeking medical attention for fear of legal action and again the suicide victims family tries to hide the suicide for fear of legal harassment apart from uh, these uh, there are there are fear also about the social harassment or stigma mm -hmm. you know that's uh, that's why i am saying that there are some uh, issues that are related to the religion so there are a lot of stigma and taboos about the suicide and discussion of the suicide or who attempt uh, to suicide in the family yeah yeah that's so that makes it really obviously makes it really difficult for the the level of stigma as a obviously reduces the likelihood of, of course that people with mental health problems will get the help and support that they need but also families i mean the lack of support then families may experience because of that so in terms of your sense of or your your hope that there might be decriminalization so is there in terms of advocacy groups who so it does ad add international do you are you involved in trying to influence government to decriminalize suicide yeah actually we are doing two things with our priority as we have already had the discussion and we have already convinced the government i mean you know mental health is health is lying with the ministry of health under the directorate general of health and uh, ncd so the department actually they have not aware about the suicide and uh, you know data of suicide there are no not so much uh, study happened in the country on suicide but recently this uh, these are increasing and uh, we are also have the discussion with some uh, other stakeholders in especially with the uh, law enforcing authority so we have one i mean uh, that's a helpline that's a triple nine so generally if anybody any person can seek the help from the police in any case so uh, we are actually trying to aware this uh, department i mean the uh, helpline the people who behind in the helpline uh, so we are trying to uh, aware them and uh, providing some training and in uh, planning so now recent days the triple nine and police department has the experience in some cases to to uh, save people who has attempted suicide yeah so people can now can seek help from this helpline when did the helpline begin helpline is uh, is is developed by the ministry of uh, state that uh, there's a triple nine we call the triple nine so anybody can seek any types of the help from the police department call, calling in triple nine from the phone or mobile so uh -huh. that's the police can rapidly uh, go there and in any time in midnight also and mm -hmm. they can help people to save from any incidents so we are including this uh, suicide also in their helping activities yeah ah, okay so it's a, it was the original it's like in the uk it's like r999 it's the emergency services Yes, but now you're that that um you can be directed to that or use that for mental health crises. Yeah. That, okay. Okay. Great. So in terms of your advocacy work, so if I understood correctly, you said that the government is convinced of the merits now of decriminalization. Is that correct? Yeah, there are two things I would like to say that uh, one part is there's the Department of Health. I mean the NCD, non-communicable disease control department, 
under the Ministry of Health. You know that suicide is not only or mental health is not only the health issue, as well as this is also the social issue. So actually, we are trying to engage more people. Uh, I mean, the multi multi level authority, including the Ministry of Social Welfare, Ministry of State, Ministry of Environment, like this. And also, this important uh, component is the lawmakers. Yeah. So uh, there's a parliamentary government, and any law for develop any law or change any law, we need to actually raise the issue with them. So we are trying to this as I mentioned that this newly we have started the discussion, and we are trying to involve the uh, lawmakers, especially the standing committee of of the parliamentarians that's responsible for health and also for law enforcing. So uh, and also we need to. Uh, for decriminalization suicide, we need to actually seek help from the court. So we are trying to involve the stakeholders, especially lawyers who are working on mental health or uh, related with the mental health. And we are also, that's uh, initially discussed with issue with some lawmakers. So in future, we are, we are hoping that we have the full course uh, with the policy briefs uh, with these lawmakers so that they can raise the issue in the parliament and they, they can actually, the bill should be placed in the parliament. Yeah. And have you any idea, because that also is really encouraging, have you any idea when you might be able to get the bill to parliament? Like what, what timeline are you thinking is realistic? Is this something that could happen next year or is it five years away? Or Yeah, Rory, we have some challenges. I mean, that's uh, immediate challenges is that in the country, we have our next parliament parliament election that will, will be held recently. That's in, I mean, in the end of the December or uh, early of the January 2024. So this is one challenge that so we are not getting rapidly the parliamentarians to involve them and not getting them in the meetings because of uh, the preparation of the parliament. And there are also some political turmoils in the country. There's an instability there also is there. And uh, uh, this is one challenge uh, immediately. But we are very much hopeful that we will do that. We can do that either some initial discussion with the parliamentarian uh, with the, this regime and other other things maybe and later, uh, I mean, the new parliament. parliament yeah. Next year. yeah. It is so frustrating, though, when it happens in every country in the world, is that balance when when one parliament session is coming to an end, nothing happens, and then you're waiting for the new parliamentary session to take hold, and it's fr- it's really frustrating. And so much of our such important life saving actions are governed or determined by the the lifetime of a parliament. It's, I mean, we all experience that as most frustrating indeed. But I suppose it's trying to then harness that, be prepared for when the new government comes in that all the arguments and hopefully the people on the ground are willing to act. Because I think one of the things that, certainly speaking, when we're chatting to our colleagues in Ghana and, and Pakistan is what seems to be so important in, in, in terms of making that or progressing the decriminalisation agenda is having insiders, having local champions, local parliamentarians with a specific interest in suicide and suicide prevention. But what's great to see, though, when... What, what you've been saying, Haroon, is that suicide seems to be been getting more of a priority in that the 2022 um, bill or, or, or policy, which is trying to, to um, lead to the establishment of a national suicide prevention strategy. 
So I think that's really positive news. Now, is there a is there a timeline on the on when they want to have the national strategy in place? Yeah, we are. That's a important issue. Actually, we have some progress on uh, developing the national suicide prevention strategy as per the policy, uh, mental health policy. So we have discussed with the WHO in Bangladesh as well as the non-communicable disease control department. And they are convinced and uh, actually it's, it's already started drafting of the suicide prevention strategy. That's why we are very much hopeful that one thing we are expecting that we can also trying to raise the issue or uh, the agenda of suicide, decriminalization of suicide in, in political parties agenda as they are, they have the new election and they are, uh, maybe they, they have uh, actually, they have agendas for their government. So we are trying to include the uh, suicide and the decriminalization of suicide in their political agenda. So that will be help, helpful for us. And also, we are we are very much optimistic about engaging current lawyers and also the current lawmakers as well as the lawyers mm-hmm. in the country who are working the, within this uh, two or three months. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have one uh, large event that uh, will be held in October that we are expecting that a number of uh, uh, people, including uh, government, uh, non-government, and as well as the parliamentarians will be there. And we will discuss this uh, issue also in that meeting. That's uh, already included in one agenda. And second thing I'd like to mention that uh, usually bureaucrats are very much uh, rigid about any changes uh, rapidly. But in, th- in this case, uh, bureaucrats are convinced that, uh, I mean, the government service providers uh, who are responsible for implication of uh, the policy, they are convinced. And now they are actually with us to, uh, in the same tone, they are actually saying. And uh, now that's one thing we need to include the parliament. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think that's a, that's a great note to sort of try and sort of bring the podcast to a close, is that it's a moment of, of optimism. I think I, I sense your optimism that things have started to move. And hopefully maybe if we if we reconvene again in a year's time or two years' time, that perhaps the well certainly the suicide prevention strategy hopefully will be moving forward, but maybe also the decriminalization as another really important plank of that activity. So maybe if there's one last sort of key message then, Harun, for our listeners. So what in terms of advice to other countries in which suicide is still criminalized, have you any advice or observations? Yeah, that's my observation is that uh, in the globe, there are very little, very few countries, they already decriminalized suicide. But uh, I think like Bangladesh, we need, uh, like Bangladesh in other countries also need to decriminalize suicide. As because uh, there are a lot of uh, social problems are increasing in the countries, including health hazards, including the financial issues. I mean, the there are a lot of people still they are suffering uh, from the poverty, and uh, that's why. And you know that's uh, uh, in terms of uh, the young people uh, in Bangladesh, like Bangladesh, uh, among young people, suicide is suicide is increasing mm-hmm. day by day. So this is very much actually alarming for us, and I think the consequences of suicide and suicide decriminalization is worse in Bangladesh and also in other countries. So we need to decriminalize suicide. That's yeah. important. I think uh, we are thinking seriously and we are working and we are hopeful that we will do that. 
and we have some examples like other countries ghana pakistan uh, malaysia also and other countries and uh, we are very much hopeful and we are following their process how they they did that's the example in front of us so we are very much hopeful we can do that well, on that note, Harun, thank you so much for taking the time and thank you on behalf of YAS for the work that you and your organization and other, I know it's a, it's a multi-collaboration endeavor to move forward um, decriminalization and obviously promote suicide prevention more broadly. So on behalf of YAS, thank you for everything that you do and hopefully when we meet again, decriminalization will be a reality. So on that note, Thanks a million for your time, Harun, and all the very best in the months and years ahead.